Okay. So tonight, um, we'll be looking at what is God looking for in a man? What is God looking for in a man? What um, does God see in people that makes him um, draw closer to them? What is God looking for? in a man what is he looking for in a man our text tonight is going to be taken from second timothy chapter 2 verse 21 second timothy chapter 2 verse 21 all right second timothy 2 21 says, If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Um, the emphasis there is prepared unto every good work, meet for the master's use. Meat for the master's use um, simply means suitable for the master's use. Meat for the master's use. Suitable for the master's use. Now, anytime God is um, looking for people, He's only interested in people for one reason to use them. Meat for the master's use suitable for the master's use you know um it's true that god loves everybody and then beyond that also some people are his sons but beyond that um some people have a closer work with him and tonight we want to begin to look at what is God looking for in a man? What does God see in people that brings him closer to them? What is God looking for in a man? We'll look at John chapter 4, verse 23. John 4, 23. We'll pick the first thing God is looking for in a man. John 4, 23. John 4, 23. For the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him the father is seeking for worshipers now there is a difference between um singing dancing and worshiping in most of our churches these days there is no worship that's the truth um sometimes the problem actually is that our choristers don't understand the difference between worshiping and um, 
just singing for singing sake you understand they don't really understand so the songs we are singing during worship or praise for instance do not actually worship or praise god you see a chorister praising god and he's singing jehovah so what are you trying to say are you trying to um you know praise yourself or you're praising god and so the heart of worship comes from a place of understanding if you get to that point where you are a worshiper your songs change and um, it's no longer about making people happy or excited it's not about um, making the father happy you know worship first of all starts with having a close relationship with God that's one and then um, understanding who you are worshiping and then worshiping in spirit and in truth you know one is thing is to worship God in spirit another thing is to worship him in truth now you cannot worship God except through the Holy Spirit you need the Holy Spirit to worship God and worship is something that God is very particular about is something um, he's very much interested in you know nowadays we have more people complaining than worshiping and um, the father has a spot for worship he has a spot for people that just come to his presence and all they are doing is worship they don't come complaining you know telling god what he has not done what he should have done they just come and they are worshiping and one way you know they are worshiping god in truth is that they are not doing it because they want something from god they are just doing it because they have come to this um position this place of loving god just loving god and it makes god happy if you are able to um meet a worshiper i mean a real worshiper i don't mean someone that maybe sings and um, has a good voice i mean a worshiper if you meet a worshiper you will find something different about his life you know worship is something that places people above others in the kingdom we can all be children of god but if i'm a worshiper it's 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 it puts me in an advantaged position and when we are talking about worship um, some people get it all twisted you know i know someone right now would be saying okay how about those of us that don't have a fine voice that's even one thing to note he didn't say the father is looking for nice voice you know he didn't say the father is looking for talented singers he said the father is seeking for people that will worship in spirit <laughs> and in 
truth. That's all you need to worship. You don't need a nice voice. You don't need a fine voice. You just need um, to allow the Holy Spirit lead you while worshiping. And you need to do it sincerely. And um, in this present age, God is still looking for worshipers. I mean, people that will just um, dwell in His presence. They just remain there. They are there um, not because they want something. They are just there, just loving God. The Father is seeking for worshipers. And all you need to worship God is the Holy Spirit and sincerity. You don't need a fine voice. You don't need um, to be a talented singer. That's the first thing God is looking for in a man worship. You know, that brings me back to something. Um, take a glimpse into um, creation. Why did God make man in the first place? Um, what can man actually give to God? You know, worship is the only thing man can give to God. You talk about the houses, the cars, the whatever, he's, he's not interested in all of that. The only thing God cannot do for himself is worship himself. And so God is seeking for worshippers. Because he can't worship himself. And so that was one of the ideas behind creation. That man would worship his maker. You know, today what do we see? We see um, a generation that instead of worshipping God, is worshipping their fellow man. You know, they are either worshipping their fellow men or worshipping money. And so that's why God is still seeking for worshippers. You look at our churches today. Mammon has taken over. You know, you even look at our churches, sometimes it looks like it's the pastor we are worshipping. And so there is a twist and God is seeking for worshippers. He's seeking for people that um, their priority would be Him. Their priority would not be their pastor, their employer, or money. God is seeking for worshippers. God is looking for worship. Because that's one thing He cannot do for Himself. So tonight we are looking at... Um, what God is looking for in a man. What God is looking for in a man. Sometimes you see men that have gotten into certain depths, certain levels spiritually, and you're wondering why. This is one of the reasons, you know, they just dwell in this presence. 
it just worship. And when you come out after beholding him, after dwelling there, you know, things just begin to happen on their own. But here is the point. Your reason for worshiping shouldn't be all that. Your reason for worship should just be loving God. God is looking for worshippers even in this time. What else is God looking for? What else does he seek for? Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3. Verse 9. Genesis 3 verse 9. What else is God looking for? Genesis 3 verse 9 says, um, And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? You know, as short as it is, it, you know, it means a lot. God asked Adam, where are thou? Because um, God used to come before. He was God's friend. God used to, you know what it means for God to visit someone? God used to visit him regularly. And then you begin to ask, what would make God leave his throne and come to visit man man <laughs> one thing god is looking for is fellowship you know he wants to fellowship with man and so um god is looking for people that are willing to devote time to him he's looking for people that are willing to talk to him and also let him talk to them you know we are in a time where people just want to pour out their hearts to god but they don't want god to tell them anything you know they just go to the place of prayer and um, all they do is talk and even when god is talking um they are not listening they are just talking just there to complain and so God is looking for real fellowship, if a, a, a place where you talk to him and he also talks back to you, you know. It shouldn't always be about you talking to him. God is looking for fellowship, like he asked Adam um, back then, Adam, where are you? He's still asking you, where are you? You know the reason God is asking you, where are you? You know. For some of you that will watch this video later on, you used to have a fixed time of fellowshipping with him. You know, and God was already used to that time. But later on, you stopped. And so when God came again, he didn't meet you. And God is still asking, where are you? He hopes you come back to that commitment. Because he wants to fellowship with you. Fellowship is one thing God is looking for in a man. He's looking for someone that is willing to talk to him and is also willing to listen to him. That's friendship. That is what God is looking for in a man in this present time. Fellowship. Fellowship. He's still asking. 
where are you where are you for so many of us um the activities of life have consumed us we no longer have time for god you know all that's in our mind is how to raise the children how to pay school fees you're just running up and down and god is saying where do i come in in all of this where are you fellowship god is looking for fellowship god is looking for fellowship that's one thing god is looking for in a man so now we have said two things we've said worship we've said fellowship worship and fellowship you know they look very much alike so two things we've said so far if you want to be very close to god you need to be a worshiper and um, you need to regularly fellowship with him you know you need to get to that point where your prayer is no longer religious you can just talk to him like you are talking to your friend you don't need to shout you can just come into his presence and you're just discussing you know you just tell him how you feel you just tell him um father um this is how this thing is um, i'm planning to do this what do you think and you listen in his presence because he's looking for fellowship he wants to fellowship with you what else is god looking for in a man what else is he looking for in a man all right let's look at matthew chapter 9 verse 37 matthew 9 27 sorry matthew 9 37 what is god looking for in a man matthew 9 37 hallelujah then said he unto his disciples the harvest truly is plenteous but the laborers are few the harvest truly is plenteous but the laborers you he said pray ye therefore the lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest god is looking for workmanship he's looking for laborers then when jesus was speaking god was looking for laborers today he's still looking for laborers you know we live in a generation where people want to be famous and they are not concerned about being effective you know not every like bishop td jakes was saying not every famous person is effective and not every effective person is famous you know god is looking for effective people people that would affect lives he's not looking for the name bearers he's looking for laborers because the harvest truly is plenty you know um there are two kingdoms actually the other one is not a kingdom but just let's assume it's a kingdom the kingdom of god the kingdom of darkness it's not a kingdom actually that's a teaching for another day 
Now, um, these two sides are battling for one thing. They are battling for the souls of men. Yes. And today, it looks like um, the kingdom of God is not concerned. I mean, the believers, they are not concerned about this or they are not aware. You see um, the devil doing everything possible to win more people into his kingdom. In fact, every day you see souls being won into his kingdom. Like um, you see talented people that started from church, leaving church and, you know, going into the world. And the church is folding its arms. You know, most Christians, the problem is that um, what they are just concerned about is making heaven. They are not concerned about um, their neighbor. You know, is it going to make you happy when you get to heaven and um, you don't meet anybody you know there? <laughs> Imagine that. You just get to heaven. You don't meet any familiar face. Maybe the only person you meet um, or the only people you meet are those people you watch on TV that you don't have personal relationship with. God is looking for laborers because the harvest is, is plenty. You know, there's a lot to be done. But the laborers are few. You know, people are concerned about something else. They are concerned about titles. And they are leaving the work undone. God is looking for workmanship. He's looking for people that will go all out after souls. He's looking for people that their priority will be the Father's business. Jesus told his disciples, he said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. He's looking for people that would be fishers of men. You know, um, laboring is beyond just having um, 5,000 members in church and 90% of them are going to hell or 90% of them don't even know what you're doing. God is looking for people that will touch lives. He's looking for people that will affect other people. So we have said three things so far. He's looking for worship, worshipers. He's looking for fellowship. And then he's looking for workmanship. He's looking for laborers. Because the harvest truly is plenty. There is a lot of work to be done. All right. What else is God looking for in a man? Ezekiel chapter 22 verse 30. Ezekiel 22 verse 30. What is God looking for in a man? Ezekiel 22 verse 30. All right. Ezekiel 22 verse 30 says... And I sought for a man among them that should make up the edge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it. 
what what I found. No. Another set of people God is looking for in this generation are intercessors. You know, God is looking for people that would pray for other people. People that would um, intercede on behalf of others. You know, most of us are very selfish in our prayers. When was the last time you prayed for someone else? You know, one thing that happens, you know, these things I'm teaching you tonight are spiritual principles. One thing that happens when you become an intercessor is, um, because, listen, when you actually become an intercessor, you, you virtually forget about yourself. You won't remember praying for yourself again. That's one of the things that happens. But listen, when you become an intercessor, you begin to get answers to prayers you never prayed for. Yes, that's one of the things that happens to an intercessor. He doesn't need to pray about it. Immediately he um, wishes it, it just happens. Because he is preoccupied with praying for others. God is looking for people that um, would pray for Afghanistan from Nigeria. You don't need to be from Afghanistan before you pray for Afghanistan. He's looking for people that will stand in the gap. He's looking for intercessors. And all these things that... um, is being taught tonight as spiritual principles. If you are a worshiper, an intercessor, you regularly fellowship with God. What other thing have we said? If you are a laborer, there will be a difference between your life and every other Christian's life. Definitely. You just see a very clear difference. A worshiper, one who fellowships with the Father, a laborer, an intercessor. You know, things will just begin to happen in your life that you didn't plan for, you didn't pray for them. Because you are sowing. You are sowing seeds. You are casting your bread upon the waters. The last thing we're going to talk about tonight is faith. Yes. Another thing God is looking for in a man is faith. Hebrews 11 verse 6. Hebrews 11, verse 6. Hebrews 11, verse 6. Alright, Hebrews 11, 6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. God is looking for men of faith. You know why? What God wants to hand over to man in this generation needs faith to handle. Where God wants to take you, 
needs faith to get there. And so, who are those that are going to be his battle acts in this generation? Men of faith. There are going to be men that, you know, while others are saying it won't work, they will be saying it has worked. While others are saying he is dead, they will be saying he is sleeping. Because what God wants to do takes faith. It's, it's beyond man. It's beyond human beings. You know, Jesus Christ was saying for a human being, this is impossible. He said, but for the man of faith, all things are possible. And so God is looking for faith in men. For God to use a man in this generation, one of the major things that man must have is faith. Thank you for listening. Follow Pastor Joshua on social media at Pastor Josh Official.